Boop-bop-ba-doo, and how do you do? This is the Asterix Sour Podcast. My name's Ethan, with me is Kooji. How are you, Kooji? I'm great, Dop-ba-dee. <laughs> I'm doing good. You're doing good? Mm-hmm. Love to hear it. So, we're doing a, uh, a shorts pod here, just a quickie, mm-hmm. but we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about, first, the uh, trailer for the next Pixar feature film, Luca. So, we Luca. can start there. Just dropped maybe a week ago or so. It's re- planning to be released June 18th, 2021, and... When I asked you to watch it, you texted me, WTF, Luca. (laughs) So uh, what were your thoughts there? Well, hold on. Yeah. Let me give the synopsis. Sure, sure. And then we'll we'll give thoughts. Well, is it it coming out on like Disney Plus or to the theaters? I guess we won't know until we get there, but Mm. I'm assuming Disney Plus. Yeah. All right. So here's your synopsis. Set in a beautiful seaside town on the Italian Riviera. The original animated feature is a coming-of-age story about one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Luca shares these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. He is a sea monster from another world just below the water's surface so what's so weird about that kooji all right well first thing i feel like the, i didn't like the description you get you gave away too much about the sea monster thing i like it's in the trailer what do you want it, me to say it's in the trailer but like i'll put a spoiler tag in the description <laughs> but they don't have like a cool name for them like like Fishman or like that's a cool name yeah it's not that great uh uh a flipper sapien or something like i don't know like flipper sapien that's a cool name yeah i watched uh kong skull island the other day and they had like these crazy dinosaur birds and they call them psycho vultures (laughs) (laughs) like uh the wtf was for well, first when I saw it, I'm like, are these Greek people, these Italian people? And I guess they're very similar in like <laughs> mm-hmm. in culture in a couple ways. Uh, they really hit all the stereotypes there with <laughs> gelato and Vespas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, that was because like in the trailer it's like this dude and his friend and then like at one point they're like where'd you say you guys are from so like are they just two homeless kids in this on this island yeah that question's posed to both of the boys right yeah yeah because it's it looks like it's two young boys and a young girl mm-hmm. and i assume they're all just latchkey kids or street urchins yeah but actually urchins. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll find out. It's just a very short trailer. It doesn't really get too much into the plot. Well, But it's you... all about the vibes, Gucci. What did you think? 
I was I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I'll say I, I didn't have a WTF uh, reaction like you did. Uh, I think the animation looks great. Yeah, it definitely looks very um, very inviting scene and setting, which made me wonder. It, you know, it looks very much like a, one of those movies you watch that you just like escape into. Like, I want to be there while I'm watching the movie. Sure. I don't think Pixar's really done that before. Have you? Can you think of any Pixar movie that you're watching? Just like, man, I wish I just want to be there for like an hour, so I'm just gonna watch this movie. Um, hmm. Mm. Maybe. Well, with Soul, it's just like just it was just very like almost picturesque New York, but not exactly mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Because mostly it's like the fantastical places in it that you like are attracted to. But uh, I don't know. How do you feel about Pixar moving more into like stories of like people rather than like supernatural stuff? That's a great question because I was going to ask you that question. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. Because yeah, we've got now soul um, focused on a dude yeah i guess in the somewhat recent past coco so young boy whereas like yeah the first handful of pixar movies were like toys cars bugs monsters mm-hmm. dinosaurs it's dinosaurs <laughs> both good and bad yeah uh yeah i don't know it's interesting like i guess i guess i i like it possibly because we're clearly aged out or getting aged out of <laughs> the Pixar uh, demographic. Mm-hmm. And so movies that are just about people are a little bit uh, more accessible to adults, or at least c- you can connect better to it than as a child where you just like connect to whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I support it. I think if they just keep, you know, if they're good, they're good. Like, you know, soul was good and had kind of a storyline that we talked about was a little bit more, more adult. I mean, maybe the animation's caught up and also like, I guess all the human stuff, like half the movie basically is them not in the human realm. So it's going to be like, they're human, but like also sea monster people and like they're human, but they're also skeleton people. Like, yeah, yeah. no, for sure. They got to keep the fantastical. Yeah. But no, you're right. Yeah, that is definitely a trend I was noticing too. Um, but no, I'm here for it. I'm also wondering how they're going to somehow retcon this to take place in California. <laughs> uh, it takes place in... Oh, no. It's just the Italian Riviera. Never mind. Uh, the kid's name is Porto Rosso. And do you do you pick up that subtle homage... Porto Rosso. The red uh, port. <laughs> good good job in your Italian. Hey, thank you. Grazie. It's a connection to Porco Rosso, the Studio Ghibli film about an t- Italian uh, pilot who becomes a pig, like all Italians <laughs> do. <laughs> That's interesting. I never even heard of that. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've, I'm aware of it. 
and I've I've seen you know clips from it. Looks great. Just a pig flying a warplane. <laughs> he's like an ex uh, World War Two, I guess, is the timeline pilot, and he just now he's a pig and like goes around hunting like other pilots or something. But the other pilots aren't pigs. He was cursed to become a pig. Mm. Maybe he has to kill enough people to become a human. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to watch that one. I'm curious now. Yeah, me too. And I, that's another you know, connection, you know, kid. I don't know if this kid is like, I guess they're just fish people. They're not necessarily cursed to be humans. Yeah. I don't know what but the rules are either. Because like one guy like sneezes and becomes like half fish face. But I don't know what the rules are. Like if they like touch water, do they turn into him or something? Like I don't, I don't understand the rules. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm glad you picked up on that because I noticed that too in the trailer. Because yeah, in one scene they're jumping in and out of water. And, like, the second they get out of water, they're human. But then they yeah. jump back in water, they're fish person. But then, yeah, later he spits water on his face and he becomes fish person. <laughs> yeah. But like, certainly you'd be wet just jumping out of water. So yeah. if it's just you're wet, you're a fish guy. Or if you sweat, you know. <laughs> it's, a great, yeah. it's a great question. <laughs> in the summers of the Italian Riviera, surely you're sweating. Yeah. Riding those Vespas around. Um. One thing, uh, to, to go back real quick to like the whole like escape film thing, that's probably what I'm most excited about here. I mean, partly, you know, we're all in quarantine, so any mm-hmm. kind of escape is welcome. But uh, just, was it last, two weeks ago? Uh, here in Austin, we went through a lovely ice apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So we were stricken with freezing temperatures and we lost power for a day. Uh but the only saving grace we had was uh, my wife's laptop had enough charge for one movie to play one movie. And we had a small selection of movies that she had downloaded on her, on her uh, laptop there. And uh, the one we, we chose was call me by your name. Which is a great choice. Cause that's just like, that's like such a great escape film. You're just, you know, just like Luca, you know, you're all in the Italian countryside for a summer yeah. And uh, totally forgot about the freezing temperatures and no power and then eventually no water. Did you like huddle around the laptop and like like build a <laughs> fort or something? There were many layers being worn. <laughs> but it worked. It was uh, it was very effective. Well, here in Gainesville, the winter's been over for like, you know, two weeks now. It's already over here too. It was like eighty degrees that that Saturday after. It was nine degrees on like Tuesdays. That was crazy because like if you look at the map, it was like totally like blue and ice in like the middle, and Florida was like eighty degrees. It was like summer <laughs> temperatures. It was like insane. Yeah, that was a weird week. Yeah. Um, to to wrap up the Luca talk here, uh, just wanted to mention the director. First time director for a feature, but he's you know been on the Pixar team for a while. Enrico Casarosa. He was nominated for the short that we discussed many moons ago, La Luna. Uh, La Luna. Also somewhat, I guess, Italian. I think they were like Italian. I don't think there's any talking in that one, but it was nominated. But so that was the good. The bad. 
he worked as the head of story on the good dinosaur mm. i mean it was a compelling story <laughs> <laughs> he's been on the senior creative team since coco so uh do you think luca has anything to do with like luca brasi sleeps with the fishes <laughs> you think that yes i do now because luca brasi is the fishes i guess now <laughs> that's I mean, that's what this came out of hmm. um all right anything else on luca uh no i'm excited oh you are excited now okay i am I couldn't yeah. tell i was like on the fence when i first saw it but then I I forgot somehow I watched it before and I forgot the whole fish person element of it. I'm like, oh, it's just a story about a guy in Greece or Italy. <laughs> a guy in Greece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a grown man in Greece. Hang around. Um yeah, now I'm excited too. Oh yeah, I just wanted to say too, the animation looks a little different for Pixar. I don't know if you kinda of picked up on that. Also very studio ghibli in my in my uh, opinion. In what but, way? It's a welcome change. They're just like a little bit more cartoony. Mm. Like the Disney look is kind of becoming like established, you know, just the big eyes, but like everything else is kind of proportioned. I guess. But these characters have like big old feet and like kind of weird bulbous noses. (laughs) Well, I guess they're focusing more on like, like people. So maybe they had to like actually finally make a decision, you know? And make a decision yeah. on how you portray Italian people. Yeah. Oh, I'm not excited for that part of it, but Oh yeah, we can't we can't finish without <laughs> talking about being Italian. Cugini. Yeah. And me not as much, <laughs> but somewhat. I mean, I I'm curious <laughs> it's I don't know where the Italian Riviera is. I'm assuming it's like su- southern Italy and it's like an island. So, I think it's more like my, like ancestral neck of the woods. That's that's you. This uh, is like the the top of the boot kind of maybe Genoa area. Oh no, I'm like Napoli, Bari, Sicily. So, I'm like southern. Yeah, Sicily represent. Mm-hmm. That's me, baby. <laughs> I wanted to ask you what the most Italian thing you do is. Uh, hmm. I gave up soda for Lent. That's Catholic. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I say marona mia sometimes, and agita. That's good. That's that's my favorite. Agita. Yeah. Yeah, I've said I say agita, but kind of even forgetting that's Italian. And then my wife was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, you know, agita. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it other than just saying it's agita. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's very specific, <laughs> and I don't think people get it. Mm-mm. Weirdly, the only other place I've seen it is in like sports journalism sometimes, which is really strange. Hmm. Well, we'll have to get deeper into this when we actually talk about the movie. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to waste all our great Italianisms here. Yeah. But that's just a taste for you. You. uh folks out there in the zarmi come back when we talk the real thing <laughs> all right so let's get into the shorts the shorty shorts mm-hmm. we'll start with what we'll go backwards i guess so what showed before soul 
which was Burrow. And let me get that synopsis. Okay. Okay. So Burrow is a short story about a young rabbit who embarks on a journey to dig the burrow of her dreams, despite not having a clue what she's doing. Rather than to reveal to her neighbors her imperfections, she digs herself deeper and deeper into trouble. So, what what were your thoughts on Burrow? Well, I think the first thing to note is it's like 2D animation rather than 3D, which Mm -hmm. is uncharacteristic. Um, It reminded me of... Have you ever played the board game Root? The board game? Like a tabletop? No. It's called Root. Uh, It's really fun. It's also very complicated. But it's like the art is almost like the same <laughs> mm. okay yeah i'm looking at it now a cute little uh we got anthropomorphized animals yeah a little woodland critters a woodland fox and raccoon okay that's cute yeah never heard of it though maybe i'll get on that uh, i thought the animation looked like uh a short story that uh a kid story that uh i don't think i was read that as a child but my wife was and it's called nut brown hair mm, what that's <laughs> <laughs> what it's called that's i was reading like the hungry hungry caterpillar i don't know if I wasn't reading that now this is nut brown hair like hair like a rabbit not I, like hair like... i got it <laughs> do you got it uh Maybe it's called The Adventures of Little Nut Brown Hair. I don't know. It's kind of worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little nut brown hair. Yeah. And the it's like a little kid and its parent. And the big one's called Big Nut Brown Hair. <laughs> Huge nut brown hair. That's the one where he's like, guess how much I love you? He's like, oh, to the moon. And he's like, oh, I love you to the moon and back, bitch. Is that like? Little nut brown hair. <laughs> Is that like Archie Bunker, where he like, you know, punch his wife to the moon? <laughs> Is that the honeymooners? Oh yeah, I'm getting my thing wrong. Yeah, you're getting your your thing wrong. Uh, I don't yeah. know what the guy's name is, honeymooners, but I don't know. He's like zip zap to the moon. I'm gonna beat my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool back then. It's fine. Weird, yeah, weird stories. Uh, yeah, did everything else about Burrow? I don't, I don't know. I had one other thing. Um, it was cute. I, I thought, liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I like, like, as we were both doing architecture at some point. I thought, like, the little plans were interesting. Oh, really? And I feel like I'm definitely one of those dudes who, like, sees someone else's plan and, like, clicks my pen. I'm like, oh, I got this. <laughs> but it was, like, heartwarming. I thought it was, there was one point where, like, I like all animals, but there was, like, a lizard hole which i don't know if that's a thing and he also like is a flasher uh they were in the were they in the tub they were in the tub but then there's also like a locker room oh yeah and he pops in there and, and he opens his towel and like poses <laughs> yeah, that was really Look weird brown hairs <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah that was a little weird i love the badger i thought that was cool um <laughs> yeah i connected with the uh the character's determination to do it on their own without having any knowledge of doing it. Yeah. I mean, 
Come yeah, on, and I like, that. and I kind of didn't like the message then because it was like, this was his vision, and he just wanted something simple, and just wanted to bend like a, you know, like a disco ball, and then they're like, <laughs> we're gonna be the community and help you out, and like that's nice, but they're like, we're gonna do it our way anyway, <laughs> and like, I don't know, like, it was cool, but let let people like what they like, you know. Yeah, let them let them fail on their own. Yeah. I agree. Uh, <laughs> Although, if you dig super deep, you hit water. It doesn't like it's not like a geyser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a common cartoon trope. Hey, need yeah. to uh, set him straight. <laughs> and they did like the little like, like boy with the finger in like the dam to like try to stop it. I wish they did that bit a little longer. Oh, that was good. You wish they drowned the animals more. No, like do the thing where like he puts like one hand covering this hole and then like his other hand and like he keeps having uh, like another stretching hole himself out. Yeah, yeah. I always think that's funny. Yeah, that's a great bit. Yeah. Love that bit. It's tried and true. Uh, so the other item I had for this uh this short here, uh it was nominated for an Ursa Major Award. Are you familiar with the Ursa Major <laughs> Award? No. Uh Best Dramatic Short Work category. So the Ursa Major Awards are given in the field of furry fandom works. <laughs> the main awards in the field of anthropomorphism. Is it like the legit furries? No kink shaming. I'm not. I'm, it's just. I'm not. It just doesn't. It seems like something like. They're kind of like co-opting. If they were. It's to... a little weird. The Wikipedia is a little. Uh incomplete because it seems like a lot of them are comics or web strips i don't know uh, you know you so delve maybe... deeper into that and tell me how it goes for you <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll get real deep in the furry community and let you know <laughs> find my true fursona mm-hmm. oh god fursona that's good that's that's the word that's not i'm not making that up that's you know i legit no shame. Do what you gotta no do. No shame. Yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you if you had a favorite fur- favorite furry movie or moment or uh, character. Hmm. Thinking deep now. Uh, that scene in The Shining is always good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. It's just like so weird and out of place, but it's just it's. <laughs> it like really like that like changes the tone once you see that scene it's like okay like we're going there now the other thing i think yeah. is like mascots which is not really like he was in a, like a bear suit right the person was in a bear suit yeah and then a bear mascot yeah or something like that uh gritty yeah. maybe <laughs> oh gritty yeah is, is gritty a furry i don't know i'm sure he would does that count <laughs> He's a demon. Yeah. Fur demon. <laughs> My answer is probably that Robin Hood movie where they're all foxes. That is it's a good a one. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I vibe I, with that movie. I was actually uh, uh, reading about they like released the new animation for Space Jam and people are pissed that like Lola Bunny isn't hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's great and like i get it would happen yeah 
like when I was a kid, I definitely was like, you know, that rabbit's hot. Because when you're a kid, like, sure, you're like, oh shit, this like like Nala from Lion King is super hot. It's like you don't <laughs> understand what's happening in your brain. It's very confusing. I know, and they play on that. That's why they inject all these hot furry characters <laughs> into why, kids' movies. That's why it says sex in the clouds or whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> Disney's a dirty company. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anything else on Burrow? No. I think we nailed it. Yeah. All right, so last one. Play Date with Destiny, a Simpsons short. Okay. That's a little unexpected. So, I may have read your text wrong. Oh. And I just skipped to the part and got really excited about just picking my favorite Simpsons episode and definitely didn't watch the short. (laughs) So. That's totally fine. It is very much uh, forgettable. I didn't really have anything to talk about it anyway, just how much I hated it. Did like Matt Groening do it or something? Uh, Yeah, he's part of, he's on the, the writing credit. It's, you know, the same Al Jean, Matt Groening. Yeah. It's like fucking, it's like seven people here. This thing sucked. It did not need that many people to write it. Conan. Conan. Sadly, no Conan. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was just like a, it was like a Maggie Simpson Mm. bit. She's going on like a play date with some kid, but it sucked. There's no, there's no voice acting. It was just silent. Well, yeah sound effects yeah just the binky yeah i didn't like it though i i also don't like uh the new like the latest simpsons animation it's like too clean now you know i'm talking about yeah it's like almost like 3d like i i guess you like kind of have to because that's just where animation is going like it looks cleaner but i get what you're saying though how about the content of the new simpson episodes well, I don't. Really, I haven't really watched Simpsons in a long time, so I don't. I can't speak to that. There was one that Jermaine from Flight of Concords is on that I watched, and that's the only oh. reason I seek him out. Is just like if there's a guest star I really like, then I'll watch the episode. Mm. But they just got renewed for two more seasons, so. Oh, they did. Yeah. Really? Because yeah, when I checked yesterday. I hadn't seen. I I hadn't seen that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that bean I had. I yeah. I think it's just they're not. I think everyone realizes they're not like to the standard they were before. But I, they're definitely still like watchable. Still, people hate on it, but I, I think they're fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured people would just want to hate on it more than it probably deserves. Just because it's like, yeah, I, I remember the cool Simpsons. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was way better before. <laughs> I mean, it's just facts. If you watch, like, the first season, it's really hard to watch. First season, it takes, what, like, the third season? Yeah. That's maybe what gets good. And then, I don't know when people say it drops off. Maybe, like, the 12th season or something. Yeah. 11th. But if you look up, like, best episodes of Simpsons, it's, like, all uh, season eight. <laughs> As we found out when we asked each other what our favorites were. 
Yeah, so we can just get to talking substance because that's what I was really excited for anyway. All right. So yeah, I, I gave you the impossible task of coming to me with your favorite Simpsons episode. So surely, if you came up with one, I'm, I'm respect to you. But what, what did you what are you coming up with? I I narrowed it to three, and then I picked my favorite one from that. But I think it's only my favorite because I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons when I was a kid because my mom thought it was like stupid and. Yep. That's all she would say. That stupid show, uh, <laughs> and but there's Those Italian mothers. Yeah, I used to watch it anyway, and mm-hmm. so it's like some episodes I've seen like a hundred times. So the one that I, the three I narrowed it down to were Itchy, Scratchy, and Poochie. Ah, uh, nice. Uh, the Springfield Files, and the Mysterious Voyage of Homer, which I think is the one that I chose. As like the top one. Oh, nice. So we didn't have any overlap. Wait, so is the Simpsons Files the X Files one? It's the one where Mr. Burns gets like the treatment and he is like radioactive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the same one where they have Mulder and Scully? Yeah. And they're like doing the the uh, lie detector test with Mo. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. probably my favorite bit. <laughs> It's like I don't deserve this. <laughs> my checker test starts going off. Uh, and then what was the other one? You, what was the third one you said? Uh, it's called. Let me get the official title. Oh. El viaje misterio- misterioso de nuestro Homer, the mysterious voyage of Homer. It's the Which one with the chili cook-off. Oh, he puts the wax in his mouth. Yeah. Really? That's your favorite one? Okay. That's a good one. And well, I picked that before watching it again and it probably wouldn't I wouldn't have chose it afterwards, but it still is the one I've seen the most. Mm. And there's enough like it's just sadder than I remember is the thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I remember the episode. I don't really remember the ending or any sad parts. Um, well, you want me to talk about it or you want to say what your favorites were? Uh, we can do vibes, I guess. I don't know how deep we want to get into each episode. We just generally talk about them. Um, so the three I, I came up with, uh, Homer at bat, the softball episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't have all the official titles here, so I don't know. <laughs> the prohibition one, I think it's called the 18th amendment where they get, a they enact prohibition and they get Rex Banner in there to, uh, to clean up the town. Uh, and the third one I came up with, which is probably the best one, is the, uh, I think it's called You Only Move Twice. It's the Hank Scorpio episode. Where they move to the town and uh, he gets the, the job, the great job. Oh, right. That the Hank Scorpio turns out to be like a Bond villain. Who's, isn't that, who voice acts that? It's Albert Brooks. <laughs> Whoops. I feel like I should know who that is. Uh, you you recognize him. He's, well, Albert Brooks, uh, as you would know, as the voice of Marlin in Finding Nemo. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he Ma- Max Brooks? 
father? No. Or am I thinking of Mel Brooks? Is he Mel Brooks's <laughs> brother? I don't know. Don't know in relation to Mel Brooks. Yeah. It's like the the Coppolas. Like it's, it's too many. Too many. Did you know Jason Schwartzman is a Coppola? I no. didn't know that. Yeah, it runs deep. <laughs> it does. Oh yeah, I forget Albert Brooks was in Drive. Oh man. That's a movie I haven't seen in so long. You remember that? Yeah. He's the bad guy. It's a weird role. He's the him. he's like the stop sign, the bad guy in drive. <laughs> he's the speed bump. Yeah. He's the tailor who puts the scorpion on the jacket. <laughs> uh but yeah, funny you say that your your mother didn't like you watching Simpsons because yeah, that was the same in my household. Uh, I think I don't know if I still watched it because I think it was on like right after school before my parents came home too, or maybe they just didn't check. I can't remember. But I don't know. I think they like lumped it in maybe with like South Park or something. By the time I got around to it, so they thought it was like way raunchier. Yeah, it was not. I mean, it's so tame. It really like yeah. It was same thing with me where. Yeah, it was just like any adult animation show was like mm-hmm. bad. I think it really was South Park that did that. Yeah, I looked up. That was about the same year that, that season eight came out of Simpsons. I think maybe just before. So I think it was around then. Yeah, you know, South Park and eventually, I guess, Family Guy. Yeah. The the golden age of adult cartoons. <laughs> My mom, like, legit won't watch Family Guy. Like, I'll have to change it. Even now. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's the weird thing, though, that Simpsons is now under, like, the Disney umbrella. Because even though it was tame, like, in my mind, it was still subversive. Yeah. Especially I, at that age. I'm convinced that Disney just bought Fox so they could have the Simpsons on Disney Plus to, like, make it more appealing. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> no. I mean, they have all of it. It's crazy. Well, like, I, how I watch shows is, like, I'm, like, a completionist like that. So, like, I want, like, if I watch, like, a series, I want to watch the entire series. But with The Simpsons, it's, like, so difficult because there's so goddamn many episodes. And I've never, I've never made it past, like, I think season 10 or something. Starting from the beginning? Yeah. Oh, well, wow. I skipped I skipped season one because Homer's voice I can't take, and the yeah. animation is really hard to watch. That's when he's like, "Come here, boy. boy!" Yeah, <laughs> come here, boy. Come here, boy. <laughs> yeah, it really. What season like four or five when they like really get their voices down? Because even season three, which Homer Homer at bat is in season three, uh, like Mr. Burns' voice is still kind of weird. They hadn't quite nailed it. Also, if you if you watch too many Simpsons episodes in a row, like you start to like hate Homer because he's such like a shit person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. Well, I should have put the the Grimes episode. That's probably my favorite too. Which one is that? Where they get the new employee at the at the factory. And, oh, and he's uh, like in love with her. No, no, no. It's it's the guy. Who just oh. hates Homer because Homer's oh, that's like right. lazy but has the perfect life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, then he dies. Spoiler. There's that there's that one where that like girl starts to work at the the 
plant and she's like exactly like homer mm. and then he like doesn't bone her even though he like should <laughs> he should <laughs> yeah that's an older one too i think right or no yeah it's gotta be hmm. um shit what was i gonna say oh i thought you were gonna say you can't watch too many simpsons because then you're just like start quoting it incessantly i, I like like you and like Val, I feel like we talk about it a lot. And the people I, I worked with, like all of them knew it like by heart. And it was so annoying because like I can't make up that difference because like they grew up watching it like over and over again. Like it's like impossible to make it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like the, grain. like learning a language as a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember someone, uh, I think it was our friend James used to, comment that val and i could have entire conversations and simpsons quotes <laughs> he's not wrong like they knew all the words to that episode where mr burns steals santa santa's little helpers like puppies and he sings a song about like his like gorilla vest and stuff mm-hmm. they like know all those words see too. my vest yeah see my vest i might know what those words <laughs> see because not only did i watch the episodes a bunch of times me and my brother downloaded the songs on like Kazaa. Yeah. So we had that one, see my best, the Stonecutters song, uh, the softball song, which is still great. I think I'm going to put that at the end of this episode so everyone can hear it. Do it. It's great. I'm going to look it up. Uh, or just listen to the episode. Uh, what what well, are those good songs? Yeah, I'm so we say, just listen to those. Like yeah. it's. This was pre-streaming, you know? Yeah. If the episode wasn't on at the time, we couldn't really watch it. You downloaded it right after you downloaded, like, the, like, Sesame Street or, like, that, like, all those fake things or, like, the fake Weird Al song about jerking off. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that one. It was, like, a Macarena spoof, but it was Masturbator, I think. And that wasn't Weird Al? No, he like had to come out and be like, I wouldn't ever do that. I wouldn't make a song about that. It's extra weird, Al. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's good. I mean, I definitely remember like downloading so many things and just having the artist wrong and oh, that would drive me nuts. You know, yeah. or, or the title wrong, and then for years after that, I would still think it was that artist because just some jack wagon mislabeled it ten years ago. <laughs> Also, that was weird because, like, you go through the, all the trouble of, like, like downloading on your computer and then, like, you're just going to write the, like, whoever got it originally must have had it right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, what are they doing? I used, to, I used to spend hours, like, doing the metadata, like, fixing on my iTunes. I used to have, like, 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 300 gigs of music or something. Like, everybody I ever lived with, I would take all their CDs and, like, upload it on there. <laughs> it was crazy wow yeah i i was never that dedicated i would maybe fix something here and there but like i wouldn't get deep into the metadata <laughs> unless it was for simpsons well i mean then my hard drive crashed and bye bye music oh it was 300 gigs you lost of music yeah holy shit i mean i still have it like in like a anti-static bag stored somewhere 
one day I'll be rich enough to fix it. <laughs> Even for I had a solid state drive and like just for Seagate to look at it, it was like six hundred starting. Oh. Which is like crazy just to diagnose like Jeez. what the problem was. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare. But then I sent like screenshots to the the techs because I was talking with them about it crashed, and I have like the Wu Tang in the background, and he just wrote like Wu Tang Forever comma like Bill, and then they, <laughs> and because of that dude, I got a free replacement because oh. I think just because I had like the Wu Tang symbol in the background, he's like, all right, yeah, we can make like you're like ten years out of warranty, but we'll just give you a new one. It's fine. <laughs> Anything for member of the clan. Yeah. That man's name was Martin Scarelli. <laughs> he was you god. <laughs> uh speaking of hard drives, I need to get deep into mine and upload all these past episodes of this pod. But I think we could wrap this pod up. Mm-hmm. Unless he had something else to talk about Simpsons. I mean we could probably go on and on about Simpsons, but Yeah, we can go on forever. It's supposed to be a short. Well, I just wanted to say that Johnny Cash is a guest in the in the episode. He's the the spirit animal coyote. Yes. Yeah, which was awesome. He's awesome, and another shout out to Val. It's a great tattoo. He has he has it. Yeah, oh, it's dope. very jealous. Also, uh, at the end, he goes to a lighthouse. And he's like, oh, I won't be lonely. I'll go to the lighthouse keeper. And it says, like, run by Earl on it. And then he goes up the top and it's electronic, automatic, robotic lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought that acronym is so good. Uh, man, yeah. For, for my episode, I will say just, like, I definitely used to quote Simpsons a lot in school. But I went to a Catholic school, so I don't think any of the kids watched Simpsons. So they all just assumed I was making that stuff up. I thought like you are so good. <laughs> My favorite was just like Homer at bat when uh, Mr. Burns is giving Homer the signals. He's like, all right, so if, if I touch my belt, not once, not twice, but thrice. <laughs> <laughs> Kills me. That's awesome. That's, that's I'm what, I what that. thrice means. <laughs> anyway if nothing else this short was good for getting us to watch uh some classic simpsons episodes yeah now i gotta watch that what's that the short destiny don't no you don't have to watch it i'm i, I have to <laughs> all right play date with destiny it's not good all right <laughs> destiny comma play date <laughs> all right let's go play destiny and you'll be fine all right all right well good work extra long short pot but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do we'll come back next time and uh do toy story 4 oh yeah yeah maybe just do like a, a toy story retrospective a little bit and then we'll shut it down until luca and then we'll get all italian get all italian on your ass and then, we'll sh- then we'll shut it down again <laughs> between cool now and then hopefully we'll get all the episodes up uh, and the shirts are still out. You can buy a shirt. Teespring.com slash asterixar. Or if you just want a shirt, ask me and I'll buy it for you because I don't care. <laughs> Some people have these shirts. Yeah. I think money still goes 
to Alzheimer's relief. Yeah. It's pro Alzheimer's. <laughs> I think we made that joke last time. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> uh, Alright, this is fun. Bye. Yeah, dude. Bye. Well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while. Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile. While Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the barroom tile We're talking softball From Maine to San Diego Talking softball Manningly and Canseco Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw Steve Sachs and his running with the law We're talking Homer Ozzy and the Straw Talking softball from Maine to San Diego. Talking softball, Mattingly and Canseco, Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw, Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking Homer, Ozzy and the Straw.